Hello all. Welcome to the episode 6 of this podcast. Today the topic is the exam day for MRCUG part 2. Uh, the aim in this episode is basically to make you understand how to make the most of the exam day to kind of avoid trivial mistakes so as to score the best of your knowledge and your preparation. And in short, it's about exam day wisdom. So I'll start by saying it's best to complete all your revision by the eve the day before the exam the reason is because you've already made concepts required especially for your extended matching question which ideally have more weightage than your single best answers in the MRCOG part 2 exam you also need to relax your mind do something which keeps your stress levels minimal An idea is to go in for your exam with an open and calm mind and that will put you more in control of yourself and what you do in the exam. You could possibly go through some facts and figures in the morning of your exam day as they are the ones which are more volatile pieces of information. Well, As far as the order of how you want to give your exam is concerned, it's up to you whether you want to start with SBAs first or then do EMQs or would you like to do otherwise? Well, ideally, you should have practiced and timed yourself well in your exam practice exam sessions to know what order suits you better. But definitely your extended matching questions will take more time as they're long questions and they would have quite a few options for you to go through i usually keep going with the paper and what i do is mark the ones which i think would need an additional input or a little bit more thinking and i go through them in the end of the question uh, question paper but mind it uh, i kind of try and keep up with the extra tra- time that i would need by speeding up in my single best answers So as I said there is no right or wrong you would know yourself uh by the time bound practice sessions that you would have done so it's it's kind of imperative for you to do these sessions before your exam now coming to the individual categories let me talk about SBA or single best answers first the most important thing is to read the question carefully never rush or skip reading question don't get excited by seeing some familiar keyword a kind of thinking in your head probably you've done this question before so you know the answer it's always worth going to the question i will i will subsequently tell you why now the way you answer a sba is first you read the question you answer the question in your head and then you look for that answer in the option that's been given the other thing that's important is be watchful of the terms like not or advised against or avoid in your question because this may change the answer completely as i previously mentioned that's the reason why you should not hurry or rush through the question shouldn't be a quick gaze and just registering the keywords and answering the question because the question might be asking something completely different you need to remember that the pass mark overall for the exam is around 
And what actually makes the difference is just avoiding the trivial mistakes, the silly mistakes, especially in a very straightforward and easy looking question. Lastly, I would say do listen to your instinct. Sometimes what you think as the first answer is the right answer. Now coming to the EMQs or extended matching question. I would start by saying these questions broadly have three parts. The case scenario, the lead in statement, and then there'll be answer options, which will be around 10 to 14 options. Well, what I did in my exam is I took a sort of colored sketch pen, or you can take a color pencil. And how it helps is when you're going through the case scenario, which could be quite lengthy and in detail, it's good to underline the keywords, the ones that you're looking for. Now, what is exactly that you're looking for? There are a few things. You're looking for risk assessment factors like age, parity, body mass index, gestation, spontaneous labor or induced labor, or some factors of past history or present pregnancy. Then you're looking for the guideline in question. As you're running through the scenario, you know which guidelines, in context of which guideline is that question put in. Sometimes it's helpful to make a timeline, especially if it's a labor or delivery question. You could just write the timelines on the side, jot it down, and that kind of helps you sort of picturing the whole question. Next and the most important thing in this EMQ scenario is the lead-in statement, which is actually the most important aspect of the question because it's the one which is asking what you need to answer in this question which will usually be like, what will be the next appropriate step? Or what would be your preferred line of management? Or something like, what is the most appropriate action? Now, the lead-in statement can be asking different things. And it is very important to understand what they're asking in context with the case scenario. I usually picture myself in that particular situation in my head. And then I would think, what is the next thing that I would do? Finally, you might be a bit flustered when you look at the list of options that you have to choose from. Don't panic. You have pretty much made the answer in your head by the time you reach the option section. Now, what you need to do is put that in perspective of NHS, if you've worked in NHS or what you understand of NHS, and specifically include patient safety aspect. Sometime in addition, there is also a clinical governance aspect to it and then go for the best fit answer. So usually extended matching questions do not have any right answer. It's the best fit for that scenario and that's your answer. Finally, also be very careful of the language that's used in the lead and statement. You need to understand that English. You need to understand what they're actually asking and what it implies, especially in the context of the scenario. Finally, all the best for your MRCOG Part 2 exams. From my next episodes, I'll be moving on to MRCOG Part 3 and OSCE exam preparation information. And later on, I'll come back to some individual topics which could be useful both for Part 2 and Part 3 exam. All right.